Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where playing your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack with another BB and throw some shrimp on the barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Keller Woolbar. I'm Joel. And joining us... Uh, we have Patrick from 40 Going On 14. G'day, Pat. Hello, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> Sleepyhead. <laughs> I love that intro song. <laughs> yes. It's uh, Simon and Garfunkel, The Sounds of Silence. <laughs> ah, I love it. At least for you it is. Uh, my, my favorite track on the X-Files soundtrack. Well, well, we'll see in the coming weeks whether the uh, sounds will play over Skype because I have a new laptop now. I'm still currently on the what? old... Yes, I got a new laptop this week. Ah. Yes. Found it for free next to a dead guy, huh? No, no, no. I got my tax return. Free fund Oh, well, that's this where week. I get all my new stuff. Next to dead yeah, guys. well, when you haven't done your tax... For, <laughs> when you didn't do your tax for four years and do it all in one big hit, you sort of get a big chunk of money back towards you, so... Oh, if only that were true for me. Yes, well... <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the midst of trying to get my taxes straightened out. So. Yeah, well, I, I got lazy and didn't do it, and then put it off, put it off, put it off, and finally this year I went and saw my, uh, the accountant across the road, and he gave me a good price on, you know, because he charged me for every year, so it was 100 bucks for each tax return, which cost me 440 which is not too bad, and, well, I got a couple of grand back, that was good, so that nice. was all good, and, yeah, I needed to upgrade this laptop, so... Went and grabbed a new laptop. Only problem with it is, is um, these new laptops, the um, headphone and microphone sockets are all in one. I don't know if you've noticed with new computers, but the one I'm using oh. right now, the one I'm using right now has a separate microphone input and a separate headphone output, and that's the way I set yeah, my mix. That's the way I set my mixer. My PC up. has that, but yeah, you're right. Laptops don't do that anymore. They don't no, have the double input. No, they have the single input. So Got to get the adapter or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure they make one. They do. But I'm, I like to put it in all the holes. Yeah, well, you can put it in the USB too. That's called evolution. Eventually, it's just going to be down to one hole. Yeah. So, <laughs> like a like a duck. <laughs> what? Cloaca. What is Bur- it called? Yeah, birds have a cloaca. It's cloaca. Like one hole right. to yeah. do everything. Yeah. They pee and poop out of the same <laughs> hole. Did you know that? I'm an that's, idiot. That, that's why. That's why. Wait a minute! I don't even. What do you? What were you thinking? <laughs> I'm not going to go further down my little road until I find out what you were thinking. I I didn't know that was a thing. I'm just an idiot. That's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to be better than that. And birds don't fart either. So if you give them like a, a Alka Seltzer, yes, Alka Seltzer or Aspro Clear, with something that uh, fizzes up, they explode. Or a can of beans, <laughs> they explode. Pop rocks. Yep. Chipotle. But it's not, it's not an impressive explosion though. It's just like a inside, and they die. I've never seen yeah. it. I've never done it. So you tell me you've done it, then, Joel? No, I'm Sicko. just saying that's what I've heard. That's that's what I, that's what I read somewhere. Yeah, read. You're psycho. Yeah. Joel's out there torturing animals. I've never. 
I've never done that. This is the time to confess. Are you a serial killer? Yeah, I did take out a whole box of Frosted Flakes once. Uh, I knew you were going that way. (laughs) I go all different ways, Pat, but you're right. I'm usually in one direction. Uh, Not at the same time, though, because there's five of them. What? Yep. Yep, I was gonna make a, a One Direction joke, but I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything, and obviously neither could you. Aww. <laughs> Sorry, that was me. Man, but funny. So, Killa, you, I'm in the midst of uh, day three of my five day Labor Day weekend birthday holiday yep. extravaganza. You are at the end of your two week vacation. Yes, two weeks. Two weeks. Yes, and I also have an extra day off tomorrow now. I actually have to go do a driving test. <laughs> uh, I mentioned on the show, but yes, John, we talked about this before the show last week, or uh, well, the other week. Um, I'm getting my license back to go deliver coffins. The boss wanted me to get back on the road, and um, he helped me out with a little extra money so I can cover all the, the fees and the you know license fees and the testing fees. So uh, I got a little extra money in my um, pay packet this week on top of my tax re- refund, but yeah. So I went and um, went to book myself in for a, a knowledge test. We had to do a knowledge test first. It's on a computer. Went in on Thursday at Parramatta, um, serv- New South Wales Services, it's called. It used to be called the RT8 Maritime Board and RTA now, whatever you want to call it. What do you just call it over there? The fucking pain in the ass place? DMV. DMV, that's it, the DMV. That equivalent down here. So I go in and they go, oh, well, you can't get a knowledge test here for two weeks. I'm like, I need my license back by Monday. Oh. Oh, so they looked around everywhere to find uh, a suitable or a place where they, you know, always test. It was in a, in the city. In a, uh, I wouldn't call it a suburb, but part of the city called Wynyard. It's the last train station before you cross the Harbour Bridge. So there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so we organised that. And then I get told because I haven't held my license for over, over five years. I haven't had a license. I have to do a driving test now as well. So, yes, so I quickly, I passed the test yesterday. I was seriously nervous as hell. I was shitting myself because I was just worried about failing. Not that I don't know the answers, but just one misread of a word or, you know. So I ended up passing it and getting one question wrong. So, all good. So, tomorrow I'm booked in to go for a driving test. So, thankfully. Remember, the left side of the road. Oh, yeah, I better remember that. Yeah, so... Thankfully, um, my parents are helping me out, and I'm borrowing one of their cars, because I don't own a car, so, yep, tomorrow morning, down in Bankstown, I caught the nine, I go for to drive on the streets again, so, hopefully I can remember how to drive, but, <laughs> I can remember how to drive, don't worry. So, <coughs> it's hey, like hey, riding Pat. a bicycle, all you need are two wheels. No, I can ride, I can ride any with wheels, or drive any with a steering wheel and four wheels, but yeah. No, I moved the van around at work inside the factory compact, like the. So, I can drive, and you know, it's not it. No. I remember when I was younger, I went to uh, to driving school with another kid who drove himself to the school all the time. It was hysterical. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. He's, he's like, I'm. A, he told me. He pulled me to the side. He's, he's, he's like. I sell weed, so I gotta be able to drive. <laughs> okay, this is awesome. You sit over there. I'm gonna be over here. Hey, Pat. When that you was, were that younger... was 15 year old me. You know, when I was a, a good kid. <laughs> right. That's true. Now I now I'd want to hang out with him. Can you pick me up on the way, and we can have a, a chuff on the way in? Exactly. 
Did you ever play London? London who? When you were driving, did you ever play London? Were you driving the wrong side of the road down the street? Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Okay. There, I think they call it America over in Australia. Yeah. Well, I've done that. Drive on the right side of the road? Yes. <laughs> See, I said that, and it works. It does, because it's, it's two meanings. The right side of the road for you, and the, the right-hand side of the road. For you, yes, sir. But yeah, gonna so be... how how has the vacation been outside of uh, all this? Pretty boring, stuff. stressed out. Uh, pretty much doing nothing. Housework. When I got my eyes tested, because I'm getting an old Staycation. man. Staycation. Yeah. So when got my eyes tested, yeah, need stronger lenses. Only mildly, but yeah. Comes with being a forty-year-old, so. As I said, it's getting the, the peepers checked is better than getting the pooper checked. <laughs> don't get that dilated. And don't get them done by the same doctor. You end up with pink eye. <laughs> or stink eye. Uh, Pat, don't you wear glasses? I do. I didn't used to, but then uh, it was kind of, it is a stupid story. It's, it's one of the things that you know makes me actually feel dumb in my life, but like... Uh, I used to be a like an avid reader, and then I just over the years I kind of sl- slowed down on my reading, and I really didn't know why until one day, just as a joke, I was being a smartass, and I put on my brother-in-law's glasses and was doing an impression of him, and then I looked down at something, and I'm like, holy shit, that's clear as day. <laughs> and I picked up a book, and I went through it, I'm like, oh my god, this is no one, because, I mean, for like, you know, years I was going, how come Maxim is printing everything so small, I can't read it, it's, oh, it's so annoying, and realized, oh no, it's not. Nope. It's not them, it's me. Yeah. Well, I, I, and that's why I say I felt stupid, because I was like, oh, of course I need glasses. It's not that everybody is, you know, printing thing bad, printing everything badly, you just can't see. Yeah. That's why I like to uh, enlarge things on the computer, you know, up the screen size a little. <laughs> I enlarge things with the computer. Yeah. That's partially why I'm going blind. That's not yeah, true. Yep. My ass is the main thing I'm enlarging with the computer. <laughs> it's true. I've grabbed it. Um, I've been I've been lucky in that regard. I've not had any. Uh, every time I get a vision test, they're always like, "Your eyes are perfect. No need to worry about it." But at night, when I'm driving, shit's blurry. So I don't know. Yeah, it's coming. You may have a you may have astigmatism, which doesn't really affect the quality of your your vision. Like you could still be twenty twenty, but have astigmatism. It makes you know. It makes lights look blurry and stuff when you're you know, when it's dark, things like that. And I keep telling them that I'm like, guys, whenever I'm driving at night, because I used to have glasses. So there was a, a time when I went to get a vision test back when I was still living in Kansas. Well, after I moved back to Kansas City for the first time after I left, and I got a pair of glasses, really light prescription. But whenever I wore them at night, everything was HD. Like I could see all the signs. The lights weren't all blurry and, and shiny. And I keep telling the doctor whenever I've gone back to get vision tests since then, the same thing. I'm like, I can see fine, but when at night, everything's blurry. And they're like, no, you don't need glasses. I'm like, all right. So, and I can't find my pair of glasses that I used to have. I don't know where they went off to. Otherwise, I'd still wear them at night. Yeah. Well, the problem I have, my left eye is weaker than my right. So, it causes, you know, I get migraines from it. 
So that's what I worked out. Why I was having trouble seeing my right eye is pretty good. It's the left eye that really gives me hell. That's why I wear them, and that's why I'm wearing them now while I'm doing this, because I, I used to not wear them while I was doing the podcast, but I'm staring at a computer screen for an hour, and then I'd get off the podcast and wonder why I felt dizzy, and it's because my <laughs> left eye's trying to you know, catch up to the right eye. So I try to keep them... Well, I don't remember Pat wearing his glasses too often. <laughs> I, wear, I wear them constantly when I'm awake. <laughs> Sleeping and showering is the only time I don't wear them anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. Trying to picture that for later. <laughs> I'll send you a topless selfie so you don't have to picture it. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> you, you can frame this one. I'll make it look. You know, it'll be it'll be like a glamour shot. Ooh, he's gonna have coiffed hair, and it's gonna be all looks like he's smeared Vaseline on the lens. <laughs> so, Killa, did you at least accomplish everything you wanted to do with your two weeks vacation? Uh, sort of. Which was... Let's try to rest and, uh, you know, get the body muscles to rest a bit. But, uh, yeah, sort of, uh, uh, not so much injured myself, but uh, hurt more muscles yesterday. Because my niece came with us yesterday when we went in the city. And mm-hmm. I've told you stories about my niece. She. She's actually here. She's out in the lounge room. Um, she's born with a hole in the heart, and she, as she's getting older, it's more of a struggle for her to walk. So I said to her, like, well, walk at your own pace, you know. Well, but the problem is she couldn't climb stairs. So guess who uh, <laughs> Uncle Graham was piggybacking? A, oh, uh, that's 18 year old, good. An 18-year-old girl. Uh, she doesn't look, you know. But yeah, and she ain't as light as she used to be. She's not heavy. She's still skinny, but she's lanky like me, so... Yeah, there was a few times yesterday climbing a few sets of stairs with a 18-year-old girl on my back. <laughs> Take that as you will, but that's my niece, so be careful. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I, a little sore. I couldn't sore. carry my niece up the stairs, I know that. Yeah. She's, she's over 300 pounds. Yeah, my niece, well, you can do the conversion. She's about 45 kilos, so she's what, about 90 to 100 pounds. So. 15 stone is my girlfriend. Or my, my girlfriend, oh my god. Oh, well, we're going down a strange yeah, place now. Right, yeah. Let's not discuss that weird thing I just said. Whoa. <laughs> it is Texas, I guess. Yeah, 45 kilos is about 99 pounds. Yeah. So, and it's like... That's it's not pretty in, small for an 18-year-old. Yeah, but it's not yeah. centralized. It's like... So you can't just centralize it on your back. So it was <laughs> a, little, a little struggle there, but yeah. Just dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. How tall is she? Uh, shit. I mean, Six compared to you. She's... Six foot three. No. She's <laughs> about 5'8", five 5'9". Five yeah, yeah, she comes she's up pretty to... skinny, then. Yeah, she's skinny. Oh, yeah, she's skinny. She always has been. But, yeah, so... She come... Because, uh... Well, I mentioned this on the show the other week because it was my birthday last week and hers the week before, so... We had plans to go out and do something yesterday, and unfortunately, because of the, uh, the knowledge test, I had to do that. So I said to her, do you want to come or not? She goes, yeah, I'll come in. So took her in, and she's come, you know, stayed overnight here, and she'll be staying here till this afternoon until she gets picked up. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, and I had to carry up the stairs here at home at the, <laughs> the unit block. I said to her, you know, this is not a good idea. You know me and stairs, don't you, Cheeky? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I call her Cheeky, by the way. That's the nickname I gave her since she was born. Her name's Tamara, but yeah, I call her Cheeky or Cheeky Brat. So, yeah. She... They, they named her Tamara because they didn't want to name her today? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. That's a new Even I, I didn't go. I guarantee she's never heard that joke before. Oh, yeah. I'm today. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, she gets a lot of really teasing from me. Always have. I pick on all the time. And she just shakes her head at me now. Yeah. When she's little, it used to be, stop it. Now it's just shake her head. <laughs> teenagers. Yeah, bloody teenagers. So, Pat, what have you been up to? Sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I shut the truck down for August because it was just way too hot and people weren't even buying You know, I mean, people aren't looking for soup and a hot sandwich when it's 106 out. So, um, <laughs> Right. You didn't need So I shut the truck down and then uh, the poker gigs that I had lined up for this month fell through. And I've, I've really, for the month of August, I've just basically been doing nothing. I've, I've had a month off. So... I beat both of you for vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on vacation for six weeks, apparently. <laughs> but I start up again yeah. next weekend, so. You got to have, like, some Vichy Swaz or something. <laughs> right now, I'm just bored. That's that's pretty much all that's going on in my life. I just sit around and just wait for my, wait to start my truck up again. Yeah, it was so hot you didn't need the oven to melt the cheese. I mean, it, I almost had a heat stroke at one point. Like, I was standing in front of the grill. It's like 130 degrees, you know, with no AC and, you know, just every, you know, everything steel and, all, you know, propane grill running right in front of you. I, like, Ooh. Yeah. I, had, to, I had to sit down at one point during the, my last shift. I was like, yeah, this is not fun. That sounds rough. It sounds like Killa's working environment at the coffin factory. Yeah, that's just every day, you know, well, every summer day. Yeah. Uh, well, at least if I'm out on the road delivering, I'm, I'm in the van. So air conditioning in, yeah, in the drivers. Well, it kind of it kind of also coincided with the fact that uh, I had to fire my niece who was working the truck with me. So I decided, all right, we'll just shut down for August while I train this new guy. <laughs> okay. Well, well, hopefully that goes better. Oh, it will. <laughs> she was perfect. Long until term. She, yeah, she was. She was absolutely perfect until she turned to shit. So I mean, it was just one of those things where. <laughs> It, it went from a hundred percent to fifty percent to zero, like within within a matter of like two months. I was like, "Oh man, you just plummeted!" <laughs> wow. Yeah, that sucks. Man, yeah. Well, <sighs> dead silence. Guess what day it is? It's your birthday, <coughs> Joel. Happy birthday to Joel. It is. Happy birthday to Joel. Happy birthday, hey, Jolly Jolly. Happy Joel. birthday, Joel. <laughs> I'm still younger than both of you. Barely. Yeah, just. You always will be. Just barely. Mm-hmm. Well, unless one of us dies. And then yeah, I will be. Like one of us is going to die at some point. I mean, it's right. not like a. Well, I hope so, because, you know, if people didn't die, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> I'm not shipping my body all the way over there, but um, people are just I was trying re- to keep him employed. Yeah, it's a dead end job too. Yep. Another <laughs> joke you've never heard mm-hmm. today. 
ever since 1990 when I first started working in coffin factories. Yeah. <laughs> well, I no don't want to be cremated. You don't want to be. I do. Yeah. Best way I, to go. I don't. But I but I was I read something online that I thought was kind of humorous. It probably wouldn't work, but uh, somebody was saying that uh, bef- right before they die and uh, they know they're going to be cremated or they want to have somebody recruit them to do it, but to eat a bunch of... Um, <laughs> so that when they throw them in there, it's it's a lot more fun. But it, it wouldn't work, but still kind of comical nonetheless. Yeah. Or not. No, you'd, you'd have to get somebody that... Not like even a friend a... of yours. You'd have to get a friend of yours just to, like, you know, stuff a bunch of fireworks up your butt. <laughs> it had to be a real close friend. It wouldn't be the first time <laughs> today. I mean, just like college um, again. <laughs> exactly. Put a Roman Almost candle a- up your ass, and as you're getting cremated, pew pew pew. <laughs> uh, that's some shitty fireworks. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's been a, a fairly quiet birthday, which they usually are. Um, like I said, I'm in day three of my five-day vacation, so I've been trying to just kind of take it light. I plan on Monday maybe in the lightest day and just sitting around watching movies the entire day. But uh, Thursday, I went and saw the uh, the world premiere of 31, which my review is now available at uh, creepercast01.blogspot.com or on the Creepercast Facebook page. Um and it was released at Cannes Film Festival back in January or February. And then it went back into hiatus until uh, Rob Zombie found a distributor. And then they had a um, a Fathom event at the theaters on September 1st. And uh, they had a, like, a Q&A session after and a couple music videos before and some behind-the-scenes stuff. And um, it won't actually hit video on demand until September 17th and nationwide October 22nd. So I kind of got not really an advanced screening necessarily. I had to pay for it, but, um, so that was how I kind of kicked things off. Um, Friday was pretty, pretty laid back. Um, got to hang out, got the kids for the weekend. So we got to hang out. And then today, uh, got to sleep in for the first time and in a while, um, tomorrow not much planned, and Monday I just plan on being a complete lazy bastard. So it's <laughs> the best way to do it. That's the way it should be, you know. Yes. But, Sleeping in is the best. See, I always feel I always feel bad, especially on days when I take the day off, because then I feel like I'm wasting that time. I don't. I don't think sleep is ever a waste, especially now that I'm not getting much of it. Well, Except ever since you lost your bedtime champ ribbon. <laughs> Except when you're supposed to be on a podcast and then you are sleeping. <laughs> like I said, I can fall asleep anytime, anywhere, unless it's in a bed with the lights off. <laughs> That's a damn shame. Yep. So like when you're you're driving, taking a nap, put it in cruise control. I like have hard- actually... This is no joke. I have actually been driving and pulled over like into a parking lot and just fallen asleep because I'm like, you know, just yawning and just can't keep my eyes open and stuff. Yeah. So. 
So there. But now when it's time to actually go to bed. Right? And it's just, you know, then it's time to go to bed. You just lay in bed with wide awake, staring at the ceiling. Counting how many times the ceiling fan goes around. (laughs) That's a slow-ass ceiling fan. No, you just got to count fast. That's why you can't go to sleep. You're supposed to count and <laughs> slow down your count. That's the whole point of that, like counting sheep. It's to wind your mind down. Yeah. Oh, I just ramping myself up. <laughs> and Pat, Pat's drinking a monster and uh, counting the rotations well, of the fan. Why can't I fall asleep? But you, you, chain chain smoking, drinking drinking monster by the yeah. But, <laughs> Over in, over in New Zealand, they can't count sheep. Just gets them all excited. Why do Scotsmen wear kilts? So the, because, sheep, because sheep can hear a zipper from a mile away? Yep. yep. I represent that remark. You wear a kilt? That's not true. No, but... I probably could. But you, I, but just, you love fucking I got sheep. nice legs. <laughs> I don't wear a kilt. I just love fucking sheep. <laughs> One, two. Ah, 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 ah. More like ah, uh, ah, so. uh, uh. <laughs> uh, Tune hey, in. That'll make. That'll tire you out. Tune in for the sheep sex humor. <laughs> Stay for the Australian accent. Um, speaking of of off color humor, are you going to be getting back on stage at some point, Patrick? I don't know. I mean, it's not it's it's not a a, 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 a it's not one of, it's not a goal that's in the forefront right now. I'm trying to get other things going. Um, I did actually. Um, I went to go try to do an open mic once with a buddy, um, and. The guy, the the MC of the open mic night, made a big point of like, you know, if you're a new person, you got to make sure to you know come talk to me because you know people sign up on the list. I don't know who they are, so I'm tired of pulling people up here when I haven't met them. And my buddy, who I went, who had done this before, pulls him over at one point, and we're sitting at the table, and he introduces me. This is our friend Patrick. Oh, okay, I I shake hands with him or whatever. And then when it comes down to my name on the list, suddenly he's like, well, this guy hasn't talked to me, so I'm gonna skip over him and go to our headliner. And I was like. Oh, all right, excellent. <laughs> and what? after the headliner's done, yeah. And after the headliner's done, you know, my buddy pulls him over. Or while the headliner's on, my buddy pulls him over. He's like, he's like, that was, you know, my Patrick over here that you you met. Like that was the Patrick that's on the list. The Patrick you met might be a connection there, you know. And and the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, well, you can go on after him. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that's what everybody wants is you know the, the, a, a guy to come on after the headliner. He's like, oh, this is your finisher or whatever. Like, it's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> You know, like, and for our encore, here's an unknown guy you never heard of. Exactly, exactly. Like, you know, I was like, that's that's not exactly the format, so just forget it. But I appreciate, you know, appreciate. The However, chance. if you had killed it, they would have remembered you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I probably would have, but at that point, I was just kind of annoyed. I'm like, forget it. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I mean, stand-up comedy is one of those things where. You can be irreverent. You can be really off color. You can say some horrible things and get away with it because it's in the it's in the name of of comedy. And I know you. I mean, we've been friends for over twenty plus years now. And after reading some of your material for your act and seeing it, even I was offended. And 
<laughs> that's saying something. Well, it's that, impressive. I think that's part of the reason why I didn't get invited back to the show that I used to do because I don't know. I don't know. May, maybe abortion jokes aren't the best for the mixed crowd. You know. <laughs> well, when you have props like Gallagher. <laughs> no, the joke was okay, uh, Killer. The joke that I told one of, one of the jokes I told because believe me, there were plenty of offensive jokes, but. As um, I used to do volunteer work at an abortion clinic. And, well, it wasn't really volunteer work. I did, you know, as I was employed there, but I never took a paycheck home. Because you know how, like, when you work at a clothing store, you get a discount. Next thing you know, you spend your whole paycheck on discount on, on discount clothes. Well, I worked in an abortion shop, so I just, you know, kept spending all my paycheck on discount abortions. Next thing you know, it's hey, goodbye condoms. So that was apparently that was not a joke that went over <laughs> too well with some of the crowd. <laughs> Joe's just laughing to himself. Yep. All right. Wow. <laughs> uh, and, and, and there was he, there was comparing my penis to a dog at a pound. That was funny, but I apparently other people didn't find that so funny. See, and I I actually laughed at all the stuff that I read, and when I saw you actually do it, so. <laughs> I, I think you should continue at some point when things are back on track, obviously. But that's I'm, I'm still writing separate. stuff. You know, I'm still writing stuff, but I mean, uh, I haven't. I just haven't. Ma- I haven't made any effort to do anything at all. To be completely honest with that, I've been concentrating on other stuff. I probably should because I mean, I enjoy it. It's fun. Makes me laugh. I don't necessarily care what everybody out there thinks. <laughs> I mean, if you're still writing new material on a regular basis, then you're doing better than 95% of the other comics out there. Yeah, i got a whole bunch of stuff on my computer that I've written, but I don't know if I'm ever going to actually get on stage again. I'd like to, but it's not, it's not a priority. 100% better than uh, the Redneck Comedy Tour. <laughs> blue-collar comedy. Ron White going to be pretty funny. I'll give him that. But he's the only Call one me Tater Salad. <laughs> Isn't that the guy? Yep. That's not the funny stuff that he tells. Like most of the stuff he does about like his ex-wife and stuff, it's pretty funny. Well, it's not as funny as "Get Her Done." Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that Larry guy. the Cable Guy. God. <laughs> I mean, the the uh, worst thing about him is he actually is a funny comedian. It when, but I mean, he's got good jokes, but this character that he plays is just awful. I mean, that is a character. I don't know if you guys know that. Larry yeah. the Cable Guy. Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah. Can't remember his real name, but yes. Man, what is his real name? Yeah, I can't remember. Phil is a fan a... of stand-up. Yes, I am. I listen to a lot of podcasts with stand-up comedians. Uh, so, yeah. I'm a fan. Big, big fan. Yeah, I love stand-up comedy. I, th- I think I could be okay at it if I got up and, you know, and really worked on it. Well, that's the but whole... I'm not. I'm not willing to yeah. travel, you know, around the country for a hundred dollar gig, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that's what the best comedians these days—they did it for like five to seven years, just grinding it out. Right. Exactly. And exactly. That's... I mean, I'm 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 starting way too late to go through the grind, you know. So it's just one of those things. I think it's not going to be something. If I'd have to get incredibly lucky for it to really turn into something, which so has got to be something that's going to be on the side, and I just don't have the time. I'm trying to get everything else. Like I said, spent this whole six weeks, you know, not doing anything other than trying to prepare for ways to make money. So, and I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, doing a, a, a 
stand-up gig for a hundred bucks isn't going to make a, a huge financial difference in my life at this point. So, and I'm not going to be booking so just, thirty thousand seat seat arenas anytime soon. So you're just cutting holes in the backs of your jeans so you can work the corner. <laughs> if it, if it would work, <laughs> believe me, I. If I, if I could find anyone to buy this body, I would sell it. But yeah. <laughs> I'll have to think about that. You ever you ever heard the great joke about the um the? This, this is actually a, a, I I adopted this joke or adapted rather uh, for a, for a roast I did once for, of a guy for his birthday. I said um guy comes you know I, I said. He came up to me one day and he asked me if he could borrow three hundred dollars. And I said, "I said, well, what do you need three hundred dollars for?" He's like, "Well, it's for rent." And I was like, hey, "I'll tell you what. Why don't you, you know, why don't you go out and try to earn that three hundred dollars?" Well, I have tried. He's like, "Well, we'll try it by selling, selling your ass. You know, get out there and hustle your ass." There's a lot of women out there that are looking for gigolos. So he comes back and he's like, he comes back the next day and he's, he's like, "You know what? It worked. I made, I made five hundred dollars and seventy-five cents." And I said, "Where? Who paid you seventy-five cents?" He said, "All of them." Oh. <laughs> oh wow! <sighs> I, I was charging too little, <laughs> but it, I mean, it works even funnier. Uh, Here's my bird. Yep. Yeah, they're good. Is that I was going to ask about your your bird sanctuary. Yeah, it's good. They've been fed this morning. They've been outside, munching on their apples. Well, the cats are inside. Do you have a bird sanctuary? No. I, I just feed uh, the, the wild birds around here. I have rainbow lorikeets uh. and cockatoos and some other annoying birds. So I find most birds annoying. Uh, the rainbow lorikeets are good. So I just I have this little bird feeder hung up on my balcony and just chop them some apples and throw them in there. And, uh, yeah, they show up and then the cats sit at the door going, I want the bird. <laughs> Stop making weird sounds, and I've tried. Yeah, to re- they, I love it. I love the sounds the cats make when they're looking at birds through a window. Well, I'm not going to try to repeat it. I did it last week on the show, and Joel goes, "What the fuck was that?" And I, yeah, I, that old. I can't sound do it. <laughs> sound yep. it. Yeah. It's like they're trying to meow, but it's just stuck yeah. in their throat. And I was. They're try- so they're so worked up they can't get the meow out. They're like. I, I tried to video it, but every time I turn the camera on on the phone, they stop. It's like trying yep. to take photos of them. Like, they'll be doing something, and then you get the phone out to go take the photo, and they stop doing it. Or they won't look at the camera. So, yeah. Had, Cats are assholes. They never do what you want them to do. Yeah, well, I'm trying to get Charlie to do his little... <laughs> on the microphone, but he never will. I've tried to record that, too. Pulled out the, the voice record app on my phone, because Charlie was making the sound. As soon as I turned it on, he stopped. I'm like... <laughs> You're making me look like a liar, cats. So I, I need video or audio evidence of the sounds you make because I talk about it enough on the show. <laughs> yeah. So I might just have to mic the whole house up, constantly just have microphones <laughs> recording and catch them off guard. going to be a very quiet house. Mm. Except when I'm playing Pat's become a dog person, though. Has he? Yeah. What sort of dog? Yeah. Uh, Pitbull. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, basically... Rescued a pit bull. Rescued? I mean, um, I didn't have to go far. It was my my ex roommate. Uh, he was he had a he, he moved into the house with this pit bull that he he left her in the cage for like literally like twenty two twenty three hours every day. But, you know, took her out, would let her go outside, go to the bathroom, feed her, and then throw her right back in the cage and go about his business. You know, like just to, you know, I mean, 
That's cool. And like she had, you know, was ridden with fleas. Mm-hmm. Her back was all torn up. She was just, you know, mistreated. Yep. And so I told him, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this dog because you obviously don't give a shit about it, you know. And he's like, well, good because I, you know, I need to move out and you know, yada, and, and I can't do it with her. So I was like, fine, you know what? I'm taking the dog. Get the hell out of here. So worked out nicely. Good. I've got a, I've got a nice pit bull who's got a great attitude and she's really pretty and. She's flea-free, and she's got all her shots and everything, and she's feeling and looking a lot better. That's good. Good. Yeah. I hate seeing animals. And she's only in the cage when, when I'm not here. Mm. So. I hate seeing animals being mistreated. Yep. She wasn't, like, you know, being a, you know physically abused or anything, but she was definitely, you know, not leading a good life. So I, she was being treated like a prisoner, honestly. Like, one, you get one hour a day of, you know, yard time, and the rest <laughs> of the time you're in your cell. That's not a life for a dog. Exactly. So I, I take her out, let her go running and stuff. And, and she likes me, I guess. You guess. <laughs> you guess. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to accept anything's love. So. No. I heard that. You're talking to Charlie. He's here. I'm got him right in front of the microphone. He won't speak. Will you, Charlie? And Lucy is right here looking me right in the eyes with her tail going. <laughs> She's judging you. No, she probably wants to go out. <laughs> Aw. How old is she? Uh, two. She's going to be two in in November. So your Lucy and my Lucy are about the same age because my Lucy is is two. She's going to be three at her next birthday, which is in yeah, November. I didn't, I didn't name this one, so, but I, you know, she responds to it so well that I'm not going to change her name. So she, she knows her name very well. Get the get the age right. So two, that means they're fourteen. Dog years. Every human year is she's, equal to seven years in a dog. She's, she's probably like twelve right now. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm glad that that she's got somebody to look after. Her. I think she is too. She seems much happier. I mean, I used to hear her just sitting down there whining constantly. You know, now she doesn't make it hardly any whining noises. So. And she gets toys. Oh, that was another thing. This, this, you know, not to harp on him or anything, but he bought her a bunch of toys and um and and a mat for her cage. And she tore one of them up, and so he just grabbed them all and threw them away in a, in a fit of anger. At one point, and I'm like, all right, you're just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> See, you can't give a pit bull something and then be mad that she tore it up because that's what they do. That's what all animals do. My case- right, but I mean, like like a pit bull is just you know mm-hmm. th- their jaw is just like a destructive force. Yeah. And, you know, you give them a toy that they're going to chew on, obviously it's going to get torn up. Yeah. Well, you got to expect that. My cats destroy all their toys. <laughs> so what do we do? We throw my out that... My cat's actually pretty pretty nice about her toys. She, mm-hmm. she, she like, wants to collect them, I think. She'll play with them for a little while, and then she just puts them to the side to stare at them. <laughs> she's a hoarder. Yep. She, she's like, okay, next toy. I tried this one out. Give me another one. <laughs> yeah. We have to do a cowl every now and then here with the toys. It's like you haven't been playing with this one, right? It's going. We'll get you new ones. I have to. I have to keep an eye on toys she's playing with because she tears them up and tries to eat them. So every time I give her a toy, I have to watch her play with it. I can't just leave it because you never know exactly at what point she's going to rip it to pieces and try to eat it. Right. Well, my dog. I was going to say she's cute, but she's not that smart. 
see, my dogs are the same way with their toys, and so I I try and you know rotate them out a little here and there, but um, no matter what, they always want to chew the hell out of them. The only problem I have with both of them, well, and Tucker wasn't like this when we got him, but Lucy apparently taught him what the joys of eating poop was uh, because oh. she 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 from day one that was like her thing, and then he came in and didn't even think twice about it had nothing to do with it and then she did it so consistently that he eventually started okay, eventually doing it he's too. Like, all right what's the deal with this <laughs> what's the grossest though and it bothers me to no end and and they say the only way to really get him to stop doing it is just to clean up after him immediately so they don't have the choice but like if he goes out there she'll like wait until he's done and then immediately like oh it's soft serve you know it's like yes yeah, that's disgusting it, it just Exactly. And then they come in and they're panting and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, it smells like shit in here. <laughs> My, uh, an old veteran, veterinarian of mine told me that uh, the reason that, that dogs eat cat poop, which I can, which, which you know, it makes sense after he told me this, um, is, is a cat food is much higher in fat than dog food. And so it's like eating cat poop is like a candy bar to them. Yeah. <laughs> oh. My. Yeah. My old but, dogs. Like, Dog poop. I don't know. Why would you eat dog poop? Like, I don't. I, as a dog, I don't get that. Like, vomit, dog vomit, dog poop. Like, how does that taste good? You're weird. Mm. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Stop looking what? at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Killer? I was gonna say my my old dogs used to eat the, the cat poop at my parents' place. Yeah. So, I yeah. have a, I have my cat's litter box in in my bedroom in the corner. And I got to make sure every now and then, like, Lucy just kind of wanders over in that area, like, what's going on over here? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's an impulse buy. It's on the end cap. <laughs> Strategic placement uh, here. <laughs> right. Well, l- luckily, I, I, I at least have Lucy who will chase after, if whenever they dilly-dally and, and flies come in. Lucy is an excellent hunter, but she never kills them. She plays with them and tortures them, and and eventually they fly away again. So I have to I have to kill them when she kind of stuns them. But so, I'll so sit there and I'll tell like, her she'll be sitting on the couch, and and I'll see one and I'll be like Lucy, get the fly, and she'll look at me, and then she'll look wherever I'm pointing and she'll take off and she'll go track it down until she gets it. So so she's like you. She doesn't kill them. She just tortures them in the animal torture again. You've got a whole house oh, of Jesus. psychos. Son of a bitch. <laughs> she's she's good at hunting, so. But she's a hound, so I guess that's what you should expect. My, my cat is pretty good at hunting because she, the first year of her life, she was a, a stray. So she learned how to hunt on the streets. On the mean streets of yep. Texas. My cat is tougher than I am. <laughs> Does your dog have a twang? <laughs> he, <like>, Woof. <laughs> Ruff. Ruff. <laughs> why does my dog sound like L? <laughs> I don't know. Let's go on an adventure, Pat. <laughs> Ruff. Ruff. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know the, uh, the point of reference... Uh, Listen to the 40 going on 40 episode with Star Crash. It was our Mockbusters episode. Uh, you can hear Elle the Robot and my impression of Elle. Dead on like impression. That. How sad that your best impression is like this 
this random crappy movie robot. <laughs> hey, princess, come on, let's go. <laughs> not, not even a good movie robot. Just <laughs> you can't be kinda... Hal. There's anything you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Patrick. I can't do that. <laughs> that was kind of cool looking. I mean, oh my Jesus, the design. I, oh, I'm still mad at you guys for making me watch those movies. Okay, Transmorphers, I'll give you a pass on. That was pretty horrible. <laughs> Star Crash was at least entertaining to some extent in its terribleness. It's only been worth it for the L impersonation. That's literally the only reason that I'm not mad I watched that movie. Well, thank God for that, Patrick. <laughs> Why does a futuristic robot sound like an old timey sheriff? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. And why was it named after a girl when it was a boy? <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Why was it named after the girl from Stranger Things? <laughs> uh, Roger Corman. Anyway, it's uh, it's getting close to be that time. Yes, yeah, pretty close, but I just want to bring up one thing. Do you know it's been 10 years since Steve Irwin oh. died? We are talking about Hunters before. So the crocodile Are you hunter. serious? Yep. 10 years. Wow. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. This weekend. So, yeah. Good old wow. Crikey. He went Crikey, all right. Crikey. Oh, hey. Um, it's a good... Uh, it's actually funny that we're here, uh, that I'm here talking to you, because we, you personally, Killa, came up twice in our podcast last week. Oh, okay. I haven't caught up with it, because I haven't been working. Like, no, it, 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 hasn't even, it doesn't post till tomorrow, anyway. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah but you got to pay attention. You're mentioned twice, I believe. Yes, well... As long as it doesn't involve cricket. One of them does, yes. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, we won't go into that because we are near the end of this show and I don't have all the time in the world to explain cricket to you again. <laughs> I, well, we, we oh. I, I, went, I went down a cricket rabbit hole on the internet and, and discovered all kinds of words I had no idea what uh, they were. God. So I'm going to lose my mind when I listen to it, huh? Yes, that and one other. There was one other thing. I don't remember what it was, oh, yeah. but I specifically said if you heard that somebody say that, you would probably lose your mind. <laughs> yeah. So two, here, two instances that are going to drive you nuts. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I always I lose my mind every time you start talking about cricket. I'm at work and I'm too, <laughs> too busy to quickly put down a voicemail. I don't have well, the voicemail would be a three hour long voicemail, so I don't bother. <laughs> anyway. You'll go down the cricket rabbit hole too. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right, something we've gotten so random now, let's go for our segment, R is for Random. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for Random. Angry didgeridoo. Angry, angry. Wow, wow. All right. Well, welcome again to another episode of R is for Random, brought to us by the lovely Maybellina. Thank you, Maybellina, for the questions, as usual. And they are uh, have gone through well over half of the last batch, so I'm not getting out of questions, but I'll have to let her know that we'll need some more here soon. So anyway, uh, first question. What emerging technology are you most excited about or looking forward to? I have no idea. I'm getting too old. Teleportation. Yeah. Is that a thing? Well, it's got to be soon. 
long as the fly, yeah. long as the fly doesn't land in with me as I'm getting teleported, that'll be fine. <laughs> there, there's a school of thought that it's never going to happen because we have way too many living organisms inside of us to, to you know, like to try to transfer everything. Because they're saying like you know, if you transfer, there's a school of phys- philosoph- philosophical. philosophical thought about it that like if you if you reconstitute yourself. You know, but you don't reconstitute all, you know, necessarily all the same bacteria. Are you still the same person? Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Because we literally have, like, you know, trillions of bacteria inside of us. Uh, let me let me give my answer, and maybe this will uh, make sense as to, I think, what she means. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'm not thinking of it the right way. But as far as, like, emerging or some sort of new technology that's coming out, uh, I don't know if it's a new tech, but there must be some sort of magic involved because Google's internet service, the that they're testing out in certain areas that eventually will hopefully be everywhere. I am counting down the minutes until I can purchase that <laughs> and have it here because what, like a high speed internet connection. Yeah, it's like um, well, Xfinity is now biting on it. Because they were, they did their their gig gig speed internet, which apparently is costs an ass and an elbow. But um, Google first started it, and I forget what so they call it. Has to be your ass and elbow, because I got some spares laying around. <laughs> Sicko. Is it, is it called um, fiber? Google fiber or Google something like that? Right. Yeah, Google fiber. That's, yeah. That's it. Yeah, which you know apparently is just this amazingly fast. I mean, within a you know a second, you're downloading a whole movie or. You know, whatever yeah, the case may be. It's like having do. a personal T1 line, is what people say. Yeah. It's, and it, so... It's not using copper wire. It uses, like, um, fiber. Like, a, it's like a plastic... Fiber fi- optics. Fiber optics, that's the one I was trying to think of, yeah. So, yeah, they're trying to do that here in Australia, but it's a slow rollout. But, yeah, we, we have fiber optics for phone calls over the long distance, but it's still the internet here is still copper wire. So, that's what the difference is. I just, uh, I, with with as much as I use, like Amazon Prime and Netflix, and of course podcasting and movies that I allegedly obtain, you know, it would be and, so nice to have that porn. speed. Let's not forget. Let's not forget about the porn. Right, because I mean, it used to be one thing where we had to wait like fifteen minutes for a picture to load. You're like, but, oh, oh, I think that's a nipple coming in. <laughs> right, you're like, I, it's like scrambling. Back in the nineties, you're like, you're like, it's it's scrambling in. You're like, I, I think I think I see a nipple. It might be a chin. I'm not sure. Oh, too late. Um, <laughs> oh, so that's a guy. <laughs> now you can just scroll through and and you know watch segments of as many films as you want until you find the right one, and it would take a matter of minutes instead of a matter of you know thirty minutes to an hour. So I'm looking forward to that. Does that change your answers at all? Yeah, yeah Google Fiber is definitely something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'd like better internet here too. If Telstra get their ass in the gear. Anyway. It's not you can't way. borrow a cup of internet from the neighbor? Nope. <laughs> nope. That joke never gets old. Nope. They borrow it from us. <laughs> it's not It's not uh, password protected. I will be taking a little bit of that. No, no. Certain neighbors um, we let know the password. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they don't use much. I don't even know how to use it properly, or use a computer properly, so we're not worried. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know how to password protect very well either. Mm. 
I'll use one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, That's amazing. All right, well, I then... the same combination on my luggage. <laughs> Second question, then, and final question. Is it better to live where there are four seasons or where one season takes up most of the year? Oh, I thought you were talking about the hotel. <laughs> I knew you were going to... No. Uh, um, as someone who spends the majority of their time indoors, it doesn't matter a whole lot to me, but seasons are nice. <laughs> so, um, but I don't necessarily care. So that's, I mean, I would go with, I don't know, my, the majority of my life I've lived where it's one season or the other. Like Chicago was mostly winter, and down here it's mostly summer. So I guess I yeah, we go know. Yeah. We know about your uh, transition phase between Texas and Illinois and learning how to survive a snowball fight without hypothermia. <laughs> That's a story for another day. It's been told enough, uh, but it still cracks me up, even though you almost died. Yep. That, that's the, those are the best what stories. What about you, Killer? Uh, personally, for me, yeah, one season, constantly. But as long as it doesn't affect the environment around me, like... That's the reason why we have seasons for the, you know, for the plants to grow and the plants to die and the plants to regrow, you know. But personally, for it's me, the yeah, circle of life. Just, just that one temperature, not too hot, not too cold. Yeah, I would love it if it was autumn year round. Yeah, or spring. spring. Autumn is pretty. Well, spring's Good luck plus for that. Pump, plus, there's pumpkins. <laughs> In, in Halloween. Uh, I could get behind all of that. Um, I don't know. It's. I think you'd kind of start to lose appreciation for the, the nicer weather if you had it year-round. Because I know for the longest time, and still in the back of my mind, I would love to either visit or live in Seattle. And I know that it's not like bright and sunny and perfect weather all the time, but it's fairly consistent year-round. And um, even though it's not like a hard rain... I've got a friend that lives in Seattle, and he says it's it. I mean, it does rain, con- I mean not constantly, but he, it rains often. He said, but it's mostly just like a mist all the time. Yeah, like living in London. <laughs> exactly. It's it's always moist, um, uh, even though it's not a solid rain. And I know Matt, our friend Matt Massey, who used to live in Seattle, um, said that after a while, it gets it takes a uh, like a seasonal uh, effect disorder where it causes depression, but. I, uh, it's that seems like it would be ideal for me, but at the same time, as much as I hate winter and it sucks ass, I I love when it starts to shift to spring and or when fall shifts to to winter. Um, so I think I'd probably have to stay with all four seasons, so I can appreciate it. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I could do without winter, but I don't have winter as bad as you, so. Yeah, and this winter. That's right. that, I mean, if it wasn't for the winters, I would still live in Chicago. Honestly, I love Chicago, and that's where most of my friends are. But I mean, the majority of the reason why I left was I couldn't take the winters anymore. No, they're brutal. It yeah. uh, it can get pretty rough. Rough. I remember standing up on the uh, the platform <laughs> there one, one day at um, uh, what's the the station down right by um. Harlem in Oak Park. Anyway, whatever. And, you know, it's it's an elevated platform station, and I'm just waiting for the train to come one morning, and I'm wearing um, 
a long coat and a, a, a smaller jacket. And then, the, like, a sh- I'm, I'm wearing, like, six layers, and the wind whips through, and it just didn't matter. <laughs> it's, like, cold right down to the bone. I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Rough, rough. <laughs> That's what it is. It's pretty rough, as Killa pointed out. I know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, I remember walking to work when I lived when I worked downtown with you, and walking to work during some of those winters got pretty foul. But I wore underwear, so you know it's a little different than you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, RS for random. Thank you, Maybellina, for the questions as usual. So uh, we are part of a, a collective of podcasts where you can find it at podcastcollective.com, where you can find shows like. Bad Pairing Podcast, On the Block, No Hope for Humanity, The Coventry Cast, Dating Baggage, The Internet with Scott the Pool Boy, I Am Salt Lake, Mitten Boxcast, Tales from the Hardside, Dog and Juice Show, The Red Dad, Radio Hour, Empty Rankcast, and where you can find Pat and Joel, 40 Going On 14, also Joel's musical show, The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. So, make sure you go check that out. Hey bunch of fine podcasts over there. I don't know if you can hear the cat. He's meowing his head off now. Nope. On the microphone. I don't don't hear anything. No, he's underneath my freaking feet meowing. Sorry. (coughs) Distracted by a cat. Also, you can go to coffinjoecast.com. That's our website. Or, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO. Also, coffinjoecast at gmail.com. That's where you can send your voice recordings off your smartphone with that voice recording app if you prefer it that way. Which we prefer it that way. Anyway, so that's pretty much all the plugs, I think. Uh, Joel mentioned the uh, Creepercast. I can't remember the website, but something to do with a blog spot and a 101 or something. <laughs> Creepercast. Creepercast01.blogspot.com or just go to Facebook, look up The Creepercast and there'll be links there to the page and from what I understand, there's a, a strong chance that uh, it'll soon be going back to Creepercast.com here um, soon, if everything works out. Oh, excellent. Alright, that's our show. That's my two-week break done. Well, except for tomorrow's driving test, but yes, we'll have stories from the road next week when I go travel to Queenbeyan. Which is just outside of Canberra, our national capital. All right, we'll let you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. On the road again. It's the song I should have played today, but nope. We're going to be playing <laughs> Midnight Oil, Dreamworld, to leave the show tonight. Or today, because it's still morning. Uh, thanks for joining us, Pat. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Always welcome. <laughs> rough, rough. <laughs> rough, rough. <laughs> Uh, well, I think it's time to say good night. Good night. Bye. Later. Good night. No one.
place they say the dreaming never ends. How can one drive that mystery road? Walk through Eden's garden and then wander as you go. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.